What's going on, everybody? All special occasions deserve special announcements, right? We've been doing this podcast now for a full year. We have just passed our one-year anniversary. And for our one-year anniversary, I think we have a pretty kick-ass episode. But I want to say just a couple of things. Like, uh, one, thank you guys very much for uh, liking, sharing, listening, and repeating, like, over this past uh, 12 months. Um, thank you for following us on Facebook. Thank you for following along on the Instagram and the Twitter and uh, thank you to, to the folks that have actually like emailed in and like been in communication. And thank you very much to all the artists that are out there that have been that we have had the opportunity to meet, talk to, and uh, really uh, get to uh, interact with. Like this, uh, this this year has been awesome. But today's episode, episode number fifty-two, like whatever outlet you are finding us on, again, thank you very much for going to find us on that. Uh, we have special guest today, Lame Genie. A video game heavy metal cover tribute band. They're gonna actually be calling in and talking with all of us. Uh, we had that up. We had that uh, episode recorded over in uh, Studio B. We're gonna sprinkle in their tunes all the way throughout the episode. I'm not gonna give them all an intro. So, like, let's see if uh, you can actually uh, figure out the uh, the retro game that these guys have uh, honored with their music. But uh, we'll you'll, you'll hear their stuff all day. And make sure you definitely like check them out and. Uh, Follow them on, uh, the, obviously, the Facebooks and all the uh, social medias. But go check them out on Bandcamp and throw them a couple of bucks and, like, download their music. These guys are talented. They're awesome. They're killer. We had the opportunity of, that you'll hear in the interview shortly to see them at the uh, downstairs at the Worcester Palladium uh, about a year ago, actually, to this point. So, like, we're, we were really looking forward to this interview and, like, so happy that they uh, spent some time with us. Um, so we're going to get right into like some music. I'm actually going to share with you the first title. This is off of uh, the Mega Man 3 medley from their Retro Panda album. Again, available on Bandcamp. Go check these guys out. Enjoy the episode. This is the Heavy Metal Over 6-Pack Podcast. <laughs>
Uh, good evening and hello. We are actually very excited to announce like here, um, Marcus, Anthony, and Jay are all with you. When we have some super awesome guests, uh, guests that me and Anthony actually had the privilege of seeing downstairs at the Worcester Palladium. Was it? Was it last summer? Was no, it, it was like a year ago, right? Yeah. It, it was last March. Yeah. Last March. Yeah, okay, so it was about a year ago yeah. today. So this is like almost like our anniversary from like seeing you. And we were like so excited about them. Like we've actually been hunting you down like through back channels, like quietly. <laughs> what, what, what I actually tell you, we have a lame genie with us uh, today as our uh, as our featured guest and um, actually over the air hosts. Yep. Uh, we're hanging out in uh, Studio B today. Uh, there's gonna be dogs and stuff probably barking in the background because uh, Anthony got a new puppy. There's a dog that I can see over on the Skype video over there. So like, who knows? But he seems pretty chill. So that's cool. Um, hey, I'm licking my arm. Yeah, pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> Just having a feast over here. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are working, right? Yeah. Okay. Just making sure. All right. No, te no technical difficulties. Yeah, we're doing it. We're doing all right. So, I don't want to be the guy that actually tries to uh, that tries to describe your concept. I figure since we have the uh, we have the masters themselves, I figured you got. Will you kind of just describe what your concept is for your band? Like what you would consider it, what you want to call it. I think they just froze. Oh, we shit. connection. Our first question was so bad, we killed them. So that's a we'll be right back here. after these uh, first technical difficulties.
Okay, so I'm going to re-ask my first question. Like, will you guys explain your band concept to us and our listening audience? Yeah, we just take old video game songs and then we make them like huge metal songs. Essentially, that's it. Because my my follow question my follow question to this is like how how is the process of finding three individuals that were into uh, said idea? Well, I uh, like how did you start? I guess would be a better question. Well, back in 2013, I decided to I wanted to record a uh, cover of uh, Alley Cat Blues from Turtles in Time. So I did, and then Mike hit me up asking me if I wanted to do a band, which I was kind of reluctant about because I'm stupid. And then eventually I'm like, yeah, sure, we'll do it. And then we found Kyle. Ta-da! That was it. <laughs> <laughs> and we're like, we all, we all like big-sounding music, so let's make big-sounding covers. And that's pretty much the, that's where it ended. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now the the whole um, the, the whole show piece of it as well because you guys actually have like a visual element like oh, yeah. like to the show that you guys put together and then you, you put together very well it's incredibly entertaining so like how how did that come together like how, how did you how did you put the two ideas together like what, 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 what I don't know what's the, what's the word I'm looking for <laughs> for uh, for the for the YouTube series because at first it started off as a YouTube thing. We basically had three guys, so in order to have the three of us on the screen and have everything look even, we just threw in gameplay in a corner. And then we played our first couple of shows with no video whatsoever, and it was like, it was alright, but a lot of times people don't really know what's going on because it would change the songs around so much. Right. So after about maybe eight months of wow, I think it was actually like eight months of that, yeah, great. We, uh, Kyle just came around and was like, you have that projector, we should start using videos live. We'll do it the next show. And I was originally the one making the videos for it, and I was like, I can't pump out like another six videos in one week. <laughs> so I started kind of double teaming it and uh, getting as much as we could. It's play a, live. Yeah, it's a cool concept, but the problem comes in like, we have so many songs. We have like, after tonight, we have like 150 songs recorded. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> it all, yeah, so it's like playing the. And, Playing it live is such a thing because you have to make the video, you have to do all the syncing and everything. It's such a hassle to get all of those songs in. So our set is usually just like super, super selective just because of how much work it takes to put songs in and take songs out, you know? And whether or not the songs are actually like comfortably playable on an instrument rather than a piano. That's usually a pretty big part of yeah. it too. Sure. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's very interesting. So it actually started kind of as like a YouTube channel. You just kind of integrated with the with the uh, the live performance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was never even any like solid decision to even play live or record. It just kind of happened. We're like, yeah. well, we're in the studio. We might as well make this a band. Yeah. <laughs> luckily, luckily, I've I've been recording bands for like I don't know forever. Yeah. So <laughs> so I do all the what's up? I said pinpointed. Oh yeah, forever. Yeah, right. Uh, since I was 11 years old. No, uh, probably every band I've ever been in, I've always like recorded it myself. And then um, I built a studio when I was recording bands, and I stopped doing that because I uh, a lot of the bands wouldn't pay me or would break up before they would finish, and I was like, this is stupid. I'm wasting my time here. So, <laughs> so I'm like, I'm not doing bands anymore. I'm just gonna do my own projects. And then uh, we started doing this. We started doing videos and. 
recording was just super easy, so we, we just kind of, kind of the perfect storm. Mm -hmm. What you're saying is the rest is history. The rest is history. The rest is history. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so all the tracks, like other than the inspiration from the video, are they all pretty much like original? Felt like like original to the instruments, like right at it. Like, or do you um, do you draw inspiration from any other sources or? We just try to make something that sounds sick. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well like, it's like, hey, what do you want this next part of the song? How can we interpret it? And it's just, yeah. oh, just make it sick. Yeah. Oh, that's a great idea. <laughs> the biggest thing I would say is probably, like, in the rhythm. Because the leads kind of... Yeah. They're going to... Actually, yeah. the leads stay the same, but we kind of embellish things live a little bit more. Sure. But yeah. the biggest thing that we do when we record is the rhythms end up being... Uh, a little bit swankier. Yeah, so like all of all of like the upfront in your face stuff, like the leads is gonna be <clears throat> that those like hooky parts that people can recognize the song from. Everything else is just like as heavy as we can make it sound it, as big as we can make it sound it. So I mean it's all it's all just patterns and rhythm. That's the only thing that really changes, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's cool though. So individually, who are you guys' like musical influences? Devin Townsend. Devin Townsend. Like Townsend. I like Devin Townsend a lot. <laughs> I like uh, Devin's recording is like a huge uh, inspiration for me, just because everything he does sounds like gigantic. Um, yeah, I, I feel like uh, I'm constantly kind of rotating influences. Like when this started, I was really into Between the Buried and Me, and in that sort of thing, you know. And recently, we're all just. Loving Devin Townsend. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I was always a hardcore guy, and I think Mike was too. So I, I loved like I was really into post-hardcore, like Misery Signals and all those kind of bands. So for me, those were like huge influences. I'm just even my playing was just like a huge influence. And anything prog nowadays, I think any any rock metal is like pretty much everything for me. Somebody that we go for. Yeah. Yeah, but to be honest, like in the end. The first video game cover band I heard was the Mini Bosses. And for, like a long time, for a long time, that's like all I listened to. Yeah. See, yeah, see I'm, I'm the old guy here, so I've been playing video games probably longer than most of you guys. Um, so, so these tunes were in my childhood brain while I slept. Um, oh yeah. So I first heard was it Black Mages? Yeah, yeah. Um, I was like getting import CDs from them. And then, like the mini bosses hit, and I was like, "It's this is this is the promised land. Finally, yeah. I don't have to import from Japan." Yeah, it, it gets really awkward when like we've had interviews before where people ask, like, they ask questions as if we came up with the idea, and then we have to awkwardly tell them that. No. <laughs> and then they sit there like, "Well, what the hell do we have you on for then?" <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. You mean you didn't come up with this idea? Oh yeah. Dude. The yeah. fuck? Shut, <laughs> shut it down. Erase that last part. <laughs> so, how excited are you guys to be playing PAX? We're pretty excited. I mean, we've, yeah. we've played it the last four years. So, like so it, pretty much you, pl you didn't play it the one year I was there. <laughs> oh, you're probably right. You're probably right. <laughs> what year was that? The first year. <laughs> Okay. Figure it out. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Will you be there? You know, this year too? No, no. I actually I haven't been in a while. 
Um, uh, it's it's uh, Jay doesn't leave his seat. It's ballooned to quite a size that uh, I am not friendly with. And Jay doesn't leave yeah, his house anymore. Of, you, don't, you don't like four-hour lines? Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'll be going. I'm going on Sunday, so I'll be there. Okay, we're playing. Uh, so you guys are playing Saturday, right? Yeah. yeah. Saturday at three. Yeah. yeah. It's cool. I mean, it's it's cool to play an event like that just to just to be a part of something that's like that enormous. Yeah. It's kind of crazy because it, it, like you said, it's like the first time I ever walked in there, I was like, "The fuck am I doing here? <laughs> this is like a walk. You know, you, you're literally just standing behind people, and uh, the show floor is just it's insane." Oh, it's ginormous. Yeah. Last year when we went, like, all the lines were so long that eventually I was like, fuck it, I'm just going to play the remake of Shaq Fu. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, you got to find the shittiest games with the lowest long Right, <laughs> right. Just Shaq's experience. Yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> I got it. Yeah. Well, it can't be any worse, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, we played. Uh, we stood in line for that uh, Resident Evil Umbrella Core game, and then we ended up leaving because the game looked so bad that I didn't want to play. We yeah. stayed in line. It was like a half hour, and then it was like it started going to forty minutes, and I was like, "Yeah, this isn't worth it." No. Yeah, there, no. there were lines to play Fortnite, which you yeah. downloaded for free. free game. Right, that's absurd. <laughs> <laughs> but it's way cooler at PAX. Oh, yeah, no, you're, you're playing it there, though. That's that's why you're in line. That's why you're there to play it there. Skills. That's true. That's true. See, that's why yeah. Rockstar has it all right for like their booth. They're like, oh yeah, you'll be waiting in line three hours. By the way, we're gonna have people walking around going, here's some merch. Here's some merch. Sign up here. Get free merch. Here's free merch. <laughs> Thank you. Oh yeah. yeah. In the in the Boston Rhode Island area, what kind of what kind of bands have you guys been matched up with? Like who who have you played with, or who who are the cool acts that you played with? Uh, Power Glove, which is another uh, video game cover band. Yeah. World yeah. um, Square. Yeah, that's another one. Um, Galactic Empire. Like I think any band that comes through that has a gimmick. Has, like, gimmick, has a kind of a gimmick. It's like that's kind of our like we played with Andrew WK. We played with. Uh, oh, we were playing with P. Letter Z again. Did P. Letter Z. Twice already, yeah. or is it? Uh, this is gonna be our second one. This, this will be our. Well, yeah. like the show that you guys went to, that was like our standard show on a huge level. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like on a huge scale. So it's like anyone that comes through, that they're like, "Who the fuck do we put with these guys?" And they're like, "Oh yeah, that video game band might be good." <laughs> like that's not. <laughs> just so the we, just so the listeners know, we saw them with Max Sabbath, Galactic yep. Empire, and I believe Carpathia. May have opened that show. Like, it's like yeah. some like froggy uh, like tech metal band. They were good. They were sick. Yeah, yeah that, that old show was awesome. Yeah, we we did we did we did actually see because we had to we had to leave for a while because like they didn't actually open the doors for like an hour and a half later than they were supposed to because like Max Sabbath hadn't showed up yet. Yeah, they were super super late. They had like like a bus troubles or something. Yeah, it was awkward. It, it, it loaded in like I think fifteen minutes. Yeah, like, all that shit, which is crazy. Yeah, yeah. that's a lot of shit to load in. <laughs> We did uh we did one other interview from someone who was at that show. Oh, because she, she had been waiting for Max Sabbath forever, and she's just like, "Fuck it, I'll just go interview these guys." <laughs> so, all of her questions after the set, it was essentially like, "Well, I didn't really like it, but I guess some people would." And then she's just like, wow. all, all the questions were a roundabout way of being like, "So, 
Why don't you guys just play original music? <laughs> it was so weird. It was amazing. Have you ever thought about doing original music? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Would you like to do original music? It's like, <laughs> yeah, like her review of the show is just like, yeah, I got bored of it, but it looked like some people liked it, I guess. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Now, see, I'm trying to parse it in my brain how, At least she was as, a, as a reporter, you go to a Max Sabbath concert and yeah, right. question other bands about doing covers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Figure that out. Not that until now. Yeah, what about Galactic? Imagine she asked those questions to them. That would be hilarious. I mean, right. You guys ever do an original Comic Tunnel? <laughs> As you can see, I am wrong, doll, but I'm also awesome. <laughs> I think, uh... There you go. Doing. I think the best part, the best part of that whole show was just when Max Sabbath came out, since it was in Worcester, he opens by saying, it's always an honor to play in a city named after a sauce. <laughs> <laughs>
they were actually pretty <laughs> co- the, the, the whole show was actually pretty comical like that was that was a lot that was an awesome experience it's actually it's my first with a with a video game cover band at least, at least in a size of that. So, like, actually having like that kind of like a sound, like a, the sound structure in that venue, like that, that made it like super awesome. Oh, they sound that venue oh. sounds so good. I've been going there since I was like, like fifteen. So, like yeah. to play it finally, and like to hear like the like to see a video of us playing and hearing like how it sounds in there, it just it was kind of surreal. It was weird. Yeah. Oh, it's killer. If if I actually remember right, you guys might have been like the heaviest act there. Well, like I said, we, we, we ended up being late because we weren't sure when we were coming back in. They kicked us out. They're like, we're not open yet. Go away. Yeah. Oh, we can go guys. in and out all night now. And I'm like, oh, sweet. We got free beer, though. So. Yeah, we did get free beer. We saw a Miller Lite rep and, you know, one guy buys a Miller Lite. We all buy a Miller Lite. Everybody gets a Miller Lite. Miller Lite's for all. But that's uh, enough about us. We're talking about beer. Yes. Yes. Lowest carbs. Yeah. Awesome. Exactly. Have you, you guys have you guys been reached out by or spoken to for endorsement from Taco Bell yet? No. no. And the part is, I guess it's really easy to get a Taco Bell endorsement, but we just like <laughs> <laughs> it's better to go about it in this way, where we can just have random people tweet at them, and we don't actually do anything. Yeah. Like, have you have you done any tracking, like how many tweets you have actually inspired to get like Taco Bell tweeted at? Have you done any tracking at all, like? Oh. Well, we keep track after every show. After There's every show, time. yeah, we'll get a ton of Twitter notifications of people tweeting at Taco Bell, and it's... I, I, I can imagine it's, it's probably close to 100 at this point, you think? The Max Sabbath show itself was like 20 or yeah, so. Yeah, Which is kind of a high number for people to be tweeting in the middle of a concert at Taco Bell. <laughs> we were following instructions. If I remember right, the video actually told us, take out your phone right now and yeah. tweet at Taco Bell. That's one of the dumbest videos I've ever made. Oh, I love that. I love it. That was great. The videos have only gotten dumber, so if you have guys ever see us again, it's even stupider than you remember. Yeah, they're pretty extreme now. <laughs> yeah, we like extreme. It's fine. Yeah, oh, excellent, excellent. We have, we have a minute-long video where the guy at the end says, happy birthday to nobody. <laughs> He's like, hey, you, hey, that guy in the hat and glasses, happy birthday. Yeah. And it could be, oh, you right there, yeah. <laughs> happy birthday. Yes. <laughs> always one. Because if, if this one guy in the audience where it is his birthday and he's wearing a hat and glasses, man, he'll remember that show for the rest of his life. Right, right. <laughs> How did he know? But yeah. Oh, when we, we just played at MAGFest in Baltimore, and one of my friends there was like, hey, can you put my friend in your video? You guys don't even know him. So I, I got a huge picture of the kid's face, and I gave him the flapping mouth and everything, and he was like, he, he didn't know who we were, and we didn't know who he was. But. <laughs> what the hell? Yeah, he's like, what the fuck is this? That's awesome. You've gone all the way down, down to Baltimore. How, is, that, is that the farthest you've, uh, you've gone for shows? Pretty much. I think yeah. so, yeah. They actually have a, a big scene with this sort of thing down there. Yeah, it is. It's 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 kind of hubbed down in that area if for some reason. Maryland is like huge for video game music. Uh, so it's like all it's all like horrible crimes and nerds. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. Uh, our first night in Baltimore, man. We were walking around the streets in the city at like 3 a.m. looking for our hotel. It was pretty. It was fucking terrible. Yeah. There, there, there. <laughs> There's just like people laying down in the middle of the road. <laughs> I've seen the wire, man. <laughs> I don't know what happened. It was funny. They uh, we got a hotel room, and 
I saw the, it, I forgot what hotel. Radisson. It was a Radisson. And uh, we saw a Radisson on the way in, in Baltimore, right in the city, about maybe 10 feet away. And we're like, that must have been it. So when we left the show, going to the hotel, I Googled it, we went to that Radisson. And uh, they didn't have any check-in info. So I looked on the back of the car to have to walk it around and pay for parking and everything. And they booked us in a Radisson in a different city, just so we didn't have to stay in Baltimore. Which was good on, good on that. Yeah, right? Good on that, but it's like, could have told me. And now I feel like had to tell us they, they basically had the address on it and I we know. just googled the closest we were in it we just assumed we just assumed it was funny yeah, it was <laughs> what was the venue, so, yeah. was the venue yeah. you played down in Baltimore uh, the auto bar was in Baltimore and then uh, we played at the National Harbor Hotel yeah the Gaylord the Gaylord, Gaylord Hotel yeah. in National Harbor Maryland awesome nice, nice. <laughs> yeah every year they have this thing called MAGFest which is like music and gaming festival and it's like it's getting huge so all of the biggest well not the biggest but all of uh anyone who's been in this this video game music scene kind of shows up on this yeah. select weekend and all hangs out they basically ruined this really nice hotel <laughs> yeah, because yeah. those people like they just show up and they're like oh, i need a room to crash in and it's like just they, they send out an email specifically Reminding everyone to shower. <laughs> if you can imagine how bad it is. It's like packs. Yeah. It's like everyone's sleeping on the ground, pretty much. Yeah. That's what yeah, it we went to a party afterwards, and there were a bunch of naked people there, and they were offering us a bunch of drugs and shit. <laughs> and then after we left, they're like, that was crazy. We ran into a guy dressed as Skeletor who just goes, Hello, fools! And it was like the funniest shit it's I've funny. ever heard in my walk, life. I just walks away. I feel like, where are Dude, we? Just, <laughs> just the shock of that experience. Followed by Skeletor saying hello fools was the best app to it. Well, I'm jealous. That means anything. Jade, I cut you off earlier. I didn't mean to, but go ahead. Oh, shoot. I thought I had a second. No, no. That, well, uh, all right. So, put you on the, put you on the spot. What? What are you guys playing right now? Each of you, what video game are you playing? Uh, I started Hollow Knight for the second time two days ago. It's a good one. Trying to, try to do a 20, what, 20 hour, 100% completion. Yep. Like yep, six times. Yep. It's, uh, you know, I'm just doing that. <laughs> I've just been uh, obsessively playing Tetris 99. You know what Tetris is. <laughs> <laughs> but once it's in the blood, that's it. You have to just ride it out. <laughs> well, it's like Dark Souls. Like when you start playing Dark Souls, it gets to a point where it's not fun, but all you can think about is how you would have done that last part. But you did. So you're into this. It. It's a vicious cycle. Yeah. And you know, Tetris is very, very similar to Dark Souls. <laughs> just Fuck that worry. L block. <laughs> Fuck it. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Tetris is similar to Dark Souls. Yeah, I have a lot of poise, so that's pretty good. Yeah, no, no poison. Yeah, Tetris. Uh, I've been playing um, Smash Brothers. Um, I have an eight-year-old kid, so we've been playing Mario Party and Mario Kart a lot. I'm so so sorry. I'm so sorry, dude. I, lo I love Mario Kart. We just got Mario. You don't Party, have many so. friends, then, do you? <laughs> wow. 
I used to have a group of friends that used to get hey, vicious with Mario Kart. There'd exactly, that's why I say it. If you play that on a regular basis, walls. you have no friends. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. That's bullshit. Knocking Mario Kart bullshit. I have watched rated G people turn into the most foul-mouthed, evil human beings playing Mario Party or Mario Kart. Well, it's the most unfair games of all time. I mean, yeah, that, more or less. Like, I, I yeah, just the secret it. star. <laughs> Fuck you, Mario. Yeah. We'll be playing Mario Party, and I'll just be wrecking my daughter, and then she ends up winning. Yeah. And that's just how the game works. Yep. It's an equal uh, opportunity game. Yes. Yeah. Sure, yeah. sure. <laughs> the game that hands I just want to take this opportunity to say that I wish I had a post shift too. I saw you drinking that earlier. <laughs> Yes, the oh. Jack, the Jack Zappy <laughs> pro shift. Yeah, post shift. Yes, I actually tried going to the uh, just a fun, quick fun story. I there's a brewery like five minutes that way, and I actually tried going there, but apparently if you get there 15 minutes before they close, the uh, tap room where they fill the crowlers is closed. <laughs> so I was like, okay, I'll go do something else then. Thank you. <laughs> you Move along. What um? So what track? What, what what track do you get the best response from? From, from the from the fans like what 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 game what game what track whatever you want to call it probably Mega Man three yeah I'd yeah. say the Kirby's thing oh, oh yeah, yeah. Any, any, so happy any of the like we try not to cover too many classics because at this point it's been done so many fucking times by other bands right. it's like I wanna I'm not gonna cover Mario level one you know what I mean I'm not gonna do that it's like <laughs> <laughs> But, but people tend to, I mean, there's a time and a place for, for those songs. Like, Gourmet Race and yeah. uh, Punch-Out Medley is pretty good, I think. Sometimes, no, it's not, actually. It's not that good. What, Punch-Out Medley? No, like, as far as response goes from people, like... I think I know, I know, I know, I know. Chill we, we had that guy at our first show come to us. Yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah. Said, wait, Punch-Out Medley or Zelda? Well, Punch out regular. Yeah, we have our, our Zelda medley too. We kind of play. I think there's ten songs in that medley. Yeah. So that one usually goes over pretty well. Mm-hmm. Everyone loves Zelda. True, very true. <laughs> That's what I've been playing. So. Breath of the Wild, right? Yeah. So good. Very so good. good. No, just out of curiosity, like if you get into the, like the games that are like a little bit more obscure, maybe like not so well known, do you actually notice that like crowds kind of check out or maybe don't necessarily relate to it because like obviously you you guys have the visual aspect to it also like are they just trying to figure out what like what game that actually is like what the hell is that dude or kind of a thing do you do you ever pick up on any of that or is it usually a pretty good good energy not well, the your performances i'm actually just looking for like no no for the obscure ones it's like for every like 20 people who have no fucking idea what it is. There's always one person who's super stoked, yeah. and they like want to like buy merch. And yeah. shit. It's like, like like what we've learned from doing this is like those like one people or one people those like those one, one people those one, <laughs> those one. people that like that like really like hear a song that they never thought we would play. Those are the people that like really really follow us you know what i mean sure all the other, the other people that are like i love your zelda song they'll never come to the show again but yeah. that one dude that's like sick that guy's gonna be at every show you know yeah that makes sense that makes sense yeah now when you guys do with with the video behind you you gotta do a lot of like timing with that right is it, or is it like is it like a button you push or is it all like in time uh, yeah so we have um 
We we pre-cut videos to our recordings. Okay. And um, I play in my I play drums, and in my ears I have the click track. Okay. Oh, actually, we all we all do now because we all recently switched to all in-ear monitors. Um, but we have a click track, so so the video and the click are perfectly in sync together. Uh, okay. so as long as we're on the click, the video should be fine. Oh, okay, cool. Um, but our set, it's like I I hit play at the beginning of the set, and then it just runs, and we can't stop. So. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, at that um, at that Max Sabbath show, his click like yeah, went uh, shut off. Yeah, so like I ended up leaving that show early because I was so pissed at the technical difficulties I had. But it was like we were right. I was testing all night. I was literally testing, and it was like right before we went on, my uh, one of my DI boxes died, and the left side of my headphones died, and I couldn't figure out what the problem was. So I was playing like half click all night, and it was yeah. fucking broken. I was so pissed. Retrospect, that should have been, but. At, in the moment, I was like, fucking figures, right? Yeah, yeah exactly, mm -hmm. of course. <laughs> yeah. Don't know anything about that. No, not at no, all. No, never, no. Nothing never goes wrong, ever. No, it, it only goes wrong <laughs> when you need it to go right. That's exactly, like what we, exactly. Because right? I, I remembered it specifically sounding not too bad. Oh, no, it probably yeah. didn't sound bad, but well, it wasn't. Notice it. No, you guys are yeah. killer. Um, like, you, so, guys know, you guys know that shit goes wrong <clears throat> in Studio B. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. Studio B, Stage A, Studio A, it, it's all it's all fucked. Um, so to that to, to actually that point, so like obviously you, you you guys say like you start that you can't stop like if how does that how does that work out in like the smaller venues where people are like more inclined to like actually try to interact? You kind of have to like just kind of like kick them off and like just be like, Yo, dude, shut up! Like we're, we're we're doing something. Like we'll talk to you in like thirty five minutes. Like leave us alone. Well, it's, it's great now that we all have the in-air monitors because we can't hear shit. So yeah. all we can hear is ourselves. Oh. <laughs> Ignore everybody. Yeah, but it's, it's really nerve-wracking, though, because after the songs are done, since you can't hear anything, it sounds like you're just bombing. Yeah, no. <laughs> like everyone hates you. So I want to put, like, applause in my ears so my self-esteem is in yeah, right. yeah. The pre-recorded, like, old-school game show applause that way. <laughs> Or like the punch out or ice hockey, like that could say like, yeah. yeah, that'd be more appropriate. That'd yeah. be appropriate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It also feels like none of our jokes land either. So like we have like all that in between bullshit, and uh, it always feels like no one's laughing. And I'm like, this is fucking awkward. <laughs> it's like weird. Just, just sitting there watching people not laugh, and it's like, it's, it's like so funny. they just hate us. They just hate <laughs> us. They're just seething. They're waiting to interview us so they can just shoot us down. Yeah, they're wondering why we don't do original stuff. <laughs> uh, Alright, so actually to that point, I have two questions for you. What What's one, the best crowd you ever played for? Two, the worst crowd you ever played for? Let's make fun of some people. Good. Can, we just, can we just do two worst crowds we ever played? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, because honestly, I don't want to hear about the, like the PAX, the PAX East when there's like nerds for days like everywhere. Like that's that's an obvious one. Obviously, they're awesome. Yeah. So uh, yeah, let's do two. Do, let's do two bad crowds. I, I love negative. Like this is awesome. Because like, because we had a show once at uh, it was the Met Cafe in Pawtucket on a Wednesday, and there was zero people. So yeah. that, that was pretty. That was probably one of the worst shows I've ever played in my life. Yeah. But, like, there was like there, we got added last minute and. Uh, it was literally zero people. Yeah, it was pretty embarrassing. <laughs> it was like, embarrassing. It, it was like we were playing, and I'm like, is this idea stupid? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, is this my life? 
But the, the Max Sabbath one was maybe the best yeah, one, to be honest. Good, yeah. or, or MAGFest was really It was pretty, pretty nuts good. at Max Sabbath seeing all the people pile in because we were just sitting in that uh, <coughs> that dead venue for like fucking four hours waiting for Max Sabbath to get there. We didn't see the crowd outside until they started piling in and it was like, I didn't think it was going to be that nuts, right? It was yeah, sold actually, out, wasn't it? I think so, well, yeah. It's crazy. But uh, I mean, there were a lot of good shows. There was also the ones at Thunder Road and the other P. Lander yeah, show. Yeah, anything on Somerville is usually pretty good. What was the other one that we did like recently with the rapper? MC Lars. Uh, MC Lars, yeah. yeah. Forget was, about what that was one. the worst? Be- like, not not including like... Dive Bar. Dive Bar was the best one. The best worst. Yeah, I'm, I'm saying worst in terms of like, not not like the lowest turnout, but worst as in just like people were just not having it. That's how it happened. Yeah, Dive Bar. It was when no, basically, but- basically the tour package finished and every band had originally dropped so they like did like two bands the tour package then us and one of our friends bands and the tour package was so pissed off that when they finished they were like all right show's over folks wait a minute oh stick around there's two bands left so yeah you guys should make a video game cover band (laughs) (laughs) what what not to do got it that was before we learned what our what our audience is, and it's probably not the best idea for us to just jump on shows like we used to when we were an original. Band. Yeah, it's like a totally different ball. It's like it's almost like equivalent to just being in a cover band where you play, you know what your audience is going to be, and like like a top forty cover band plays plays fucking bars because they know there's going to be drunk people there that want to sing Journey. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. It's the same kind of a thing, except not bars with Journey. Yeah, it's one of those lessons, kind of like, when we order shirts, we should start at XL and go. <laughs> Touche. Yeah. That's Touché. a great fucking <laughs> are, you ca- are you carrying a lot of smalls and mediums longer than you, uh, th- and can't figure out why? <laughs> Work forever. Work. We, have, we have five X's in our inventory, man. Yeah. Five X's. One. Yeah. So, so if you know a really big guy or need to cover your pool, let us know. <laughs> <laughs> so, so not even necessarily venue related. Like what? This, this <laughs> what's been like the weirdest matchup that you've been matched up with? Like, like you just show up and like, there's like three of these like X A B C band and then like you guys and it's just completely off the wall. Like, what's the weirdest setup you've had? We played with a Blink-182 cover band. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, what else was there? Yeah, the band was called Contact. It was, it was good. Blink-169. Yeah. Fuck, man. Okay. <laughs> oh, no, there, there was Jesus another. Christ. That doesn't feel another. like completely off the wall, though. Like, you know, they, I don't know. Um, no, but, but the matchup was like, <laughs> it, it was us, then them, then this band called Contact. They were good. But just the mixture of it, like, in the middle of it, they... There was no music, and they were just playing footage from The Price is Right. Oh, okay. <laughs> that was a weird show. That was, yeah. yeah, that was probably one. Actually, you know what? Go back to the worst show question. That might be uh, That might be up there, I think. It's up there, but that show sucks. Uh, there was another strange one that we did at Firehouse 13, where the tour package was YouTube drummers. Oh, yeah, that's right. It was, what's that Joey's guy's name? Joey, Joey Mua. Mua. I love Joey Mua. Mua. Another guy from, I think, some band that you remember. Yeah, he just did drum cover. There was a, yeah. two drum covers and us. And then an acoustic guy. And it was just, it was just, 
It was a good show, but it was just that strange mix. Yeah. Hmm. We, we, we try to be really picky nowadays about the shows that we take just to avoid that. <laughs> the awkward awkwardness. Yeah, right? Yeah. I don't know. I'm sure I'm sure there's been goofier ones, but we've played a lot of strange shows. Yeah, it's like it's like if you're in a metal band, you're gonna just get put on a bunch of metal shows. But if you're in a band that does what we do, you're just put on anything, <laughs> like any random show. People like video games. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> Find you draw an audience? Do you draw like a decent audience from both? Like, uh, like whether you're if you're a metal fan, like they can get into you. If but if you're a video game fan, they can get into you. Do you do you get a pretty good even draw from both sides? There, there's a pretty even draw. Like, cause it's a lot of like harmonized melodic leads and stuff like that. The people dig it. Um, actually, now that I'm thinking about it, to go back to the last question. I have a good one. Oh, we played at a library. <laughs> oh my God. Did you use their projector? This was like six months ago, dude. No, this was like recent. Dude. No, six months ago. That one wasn't as bad because actually, no, that one was pretty bad. bad. But but like the year before, oh, we were, that one. We were asked, that was awesome. We were asked to play some like teen night at this library, which is weird because people think video games and then they think teens. But for us, it's like a nostalgia thing. So it's like people our age yeah. who are into us. So no teens are gonna know half. The well, well, not, not only that. Not only that. We we go to play the show and kids start rolling in and they're like, 
six and seven. Come right in here. Oh. <laughs> we're, oh, oh. And we're a wicked loud band. Oh, so we start yeah. playing in Italy. It's like, ah! <laughs> the kids are coming in here. Oh, no. like, I feel so horrible. <laughs> we have another two hours to get our money. <laughs> yeah, they had sumo suits and like the kids were in sumo suits wrestling and shit like right in front of us. It was weird, dude. They fucking hated it. <laughs> oh, yeah. They did hate it. It was just the best quote I ever heard after we finished was some kid saying, Oh, thank God that's over. <laughs> Good motivation for you. The heart, please. <laughs> but to answer your question. Yes, metal people like video games. <laughs> <laughs> Relax. Yeah. Well, what's that band that just did one? August Burns Red. Oh, yeah, they just did the, uh, Zelda, Zelda. Ocarina of Time. <coughs> yeah. They just released that. They got like 100,000 times more plays than we do. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a na- it's a name thing, guys. It's not to say that your version isn't better than theirs. Oh, I know. We're just they probably around. they probably heard you guys, and they're like, "Dude, look what these guys oh, yeah. just pulled off. Like, we could do yeah. that. <laughs> we should probably sue them because we started this video game." Exactly. <laughs> well, they're coming to the House of Blues in June. You can like you can serve the subpoena that day. I will do it. Oh, are they? Are they headlining? It's the uh, it's the Constellations ten year tour. I don't know anything about August Burns Red. I'm sorry. Oh, dude, we should send them an email. Let's play the show. Yeah. Hey, you guys we'll do our version of Zelda. <laughs> there you go. We'll show you how it's done. Mm-hmm. Wait, what's that? What's that? No, no, it's like Era and like somebody else obscure that I've never heard of. But we digress. Uh, shit, I had a question. I lost it. You guys have a question? Jay, ask a question. What's your favorite songs of ours? Not of ours. What's your favorite songs, period? Yeah. What do you guys listen to? Like, what do we listen to? What do you mean? Like, of you or in general? No, no, anything. Music. Well, you just hit one of my binkies. Like, August Burns Red is one of my binkies. So, like, I'm a big August Burns Red guy. Um, I, I, I have a huge playlist of like modern metalcore from like the last three years where i probably wouldn't be able to even identify half the bands because i have so much of it yeah yeah kind of a thing. yeah it's like but i know that song sounds cool so it's on this playlist and this song sounds cool so it's on this playlist and this is so now i have to actually go back and learn who they are kind of a thing so i don't sound stupid when somebody asks me if i ever if i ever heard them before well it's funny because i i have uh like whenever i listen to like spotify radio or something I'll, I'll hear a band and be like, that's really cool. And I'll listen to them and the band kind of sucks. It happens all the time. Well, what I do is, <laughs> yeah. like, if you do what I do, like, I'll save that. And then I'll go back to it. And then I'll check out, like, the rest of the group. And I'm like, oh, that blows. Yeah, exactly. It's, or it's, it's like, like why the fuck did I save this? This is terrible. Yeah, it's the worst shit ever. Like, obviously, I was, listen- I was listening to the radio through the PA, and I can really hear double kick drum. And, that, like, that sounded cool. But otherwise, it's like, oh, this is lame. Um... <laughs> As far as you guys go, I mean, the uh, the more well-known things, like, I'm, I'm not a heavy gamer, unfortunately, but, I, like, I have a lot of, like, I grew up in Nintendo, obviously, Super Nintendo, kind of a thing, so I love, like, the Punch-Outs, I did love the Mega Man, uh, the, Donkey, the Donkey Kong has, like, a, a weird family connection for me, 
Yeah, because like my you whole family that, used to sit. That around, weird. My family used to like sit around in like a circle. We used I to was all like ask if this is because you were a donkey. Will you just let me tell my story. <laughs> <laughs> we used to actually sit around in a circle in like the living room and actually play Donkey Kong, Donkey Kong Country, and like all the like all. So you should have got the bongo one, then you guys could have sat around. And got the bongo yeah, one. we could have. Wait, you sat in a circle, so like someone wasn't facing the screen. Oh no! Oh no! It was like it was like a really a small rotating living, TV. It was a really small living room, and we had couches on like three walls. So like that, I call that like the circle. Half moon would be probably better. And technically, my little sister at the time was probably like two years old, so she probably was like the the five, the, the end point of the circle. Okay, so weird. It's weird. Okay, whatever. Hey man, there's some kids on YouTube that can beat a game not facing it. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> I've, I've seen like a 14 year old girl beat Dark Souls with a Guitar Hero controller, so I mean. Yeah. It's true, that's, right. that's what people do nowadays. Black magic. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are really in stuff, do you have any thoughts on their stuff? The gamers? Gamers? I listen to everything. Yeah, I, I, I'm You're a, a lot more of the heavy um, I'm like, music wait, you and want stuff. I want a bat? You know, like you kill switch and all that stuff. But I mean, like I've dabbled in every genre, unless country. I don't do country. No, no one does. No. Actually, I shouldn't say that, but nobody I've ever met does. But it's the popular genre in the world. It's, it's weird. It's weird. It's like not not like It's the new pop music. Yeah. but it's like even if you look at like Nickelback. Yeah. Someone's funding that band. Oh yeah. But like that's one of the most popular bands ever. But like everyone I know just talks shit about them. Yeah. So it's like, where are these people? It's like Christian rock. Yeah, yeah. It's huge. Also true. Um, for my binky, Dark Souls is one of my favorites, so... Oh, yeah. Yeah! Best game. I don't Dark find Souls. many people who play it, so... Oh, it's like the best game of all time, man. The first one? Oh, my God. You guys, you know, I, I just, just enjoy being punished. Yeah. Enjoy yeah. It's rewarding, is what it is. Yeah. Rewarding. Yeah. No. I used to remember the old school days of like Daggerfall, where you'd, like you would like level up for like twelve hours and then forget to save, and then the game would crash, and then you want to commit, and then you want to like commit suicide. Yeah, that's like Skyrim crash. Yeah. Oh, Skyrim, man! <laughs> Some of the most fun and the most pain I've had playing games like ever. Yeah. I think I'm the same wavelength with uh, you on the right there. What's your favorite game? You said you're an older gamer, kind of thing. Uh, my right, my right, or your right? Whose right are you talking uh, about? You're, you're, I'm going by the screen. You're the guy. I'm the dude on the right. Uh, <laughs> anything Elder Scrolls. Bethesda is like one of my crushes. Uh, and I, I, I've been playing Bethesda games since Arena. So. Yeah. Um, but in terms of old school stuff, I, I played the shit out of Zelda. Uh, the amount of times I've completed Link in the past, I can't even recall. Nice. Yeah, I'm I started doing the, the randomizer for the first game. I was able to beat it once so far, and then I got stuck a couple of times. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what time is it? Mods make the world go round. Mods. Oh, okay. Any other questions for the guys? We've had them for almost an hour now. Yeah. We did good. We done good. I think we I think we actually had a successful interview. Here. So are, you, are you guys gonna be at PAX all weekend? Are you no, just going to your performance? Saturday. What's up? Are you go are you going to PAX the whole weekend? Are you just staying for your performance? Just just Saturday, yeah. We we made the mistake of uh 
of go because we when we play packs we get three day pass or whatever four day passes now right yeah and uh, we tried to go like all weekend once and it's just too much dude it's too much yeah. I don't know how people can get a four day pass and go all weekend it's insane it's I, like to, I like to wait till the shows are going on and then hit dealers roll <laughs> yeah like, like, I, uh, one of my friends bands is playing on Thursday and I'm like. Yeah, that day sucks for music, but you're gonna have that whole place to yourself. Pretty it's much. not gonna be all there on Thursday, Pretty so much. that's the best day to go. So, what else do you guys have coming up, if anything? Uh, Hopefully, something. Okay. <laughs> we, we have um, CT GamerCon. I mean, by the time this comes out, we probably would have already played it. Yeah, it's, <laughs> a, it's, a, it's a, on Saturday. This mm-hmm. coming Saturday, it's at Mohegan Sun. Yeah, we're gonna miss we're gonna miss that one. Unfortunately, I'm sorry. This will probably be out in about a week or so. Yeah. Okay, we got uh, P. Lander Z uh, in Providence April, on April 18th. 18th. The Thursday. Unfortunately. Yeah. But yeah. it'll be fun. It'll be awesome. Yeah, P. Lander's great. <laughs> I think that's it, right? Yeah, I think that's it. Other than that. Uh, we have, uh, we're finishing up Speedruns 3. Oh, yeah. We just tracked, like, I want to say 25 songs no. before you guys... Yeah, so so Speedruns 3 is 40 songs long at this point, and they're all five <laughs> seconds each, so... That's well, a speedrun. That makes sense. Awesome. Yeah. We've gotten a lot of Patreon requests. Yeah. So we're trying to get through all those in a timely fashion and then start recording what we originally, like, we started with. We basically got, like, six Patreon requests within... I want to say like a month's time. Yeah. So so we on our Patreon we offer like, because we get so many requests from random people like you guys should do this and it's like yeah okay our list is like as long as you know it's like so long so on our Patreon we open up the door for if people really want us to cover something they can donate money and then oh, there we'll you cover. go. There you go. Yeah. So we, we yeah so we got a couple of those in uh, all in January so we really haven't worked on anything. Personal February, rather. So we haven't worked yeah. on anything we've wanted to do in uh, quite some time. No, we want to do them. We love our patrons. Yeah, we love the fans. <laughs> of course, for the did. fans. So actually, going off of that, like, where's the best place for like fans to find you, or where's your preferred place? I always like to say preferred place. Where do you want people to go to like look you guys up? Uh, I'd say preferred. It would go YouTube and then Bandcamp. And then Spotify. Spotify is the easiest one, yeah. but again, with all like the paying for licensing, we only have one album up on there now out of ten. Thirteen, dude. Out of thirteen, <laughs> we have thirteen albums. Yeah. All right, out of thirteen, but it's because it's just so expensive to put the licensing. Yeah. So feel free to check us out on Spotify because it's easier. But the other two are preferred, I think. Definitely Facebook too, because that's kind of where we post our stupidest yeah, stuff. Yeah, and then so. Facebook, I'd say Instagram after that, and Twitter. Yeah. Always we have about Are you guys that. on uh, OC Remix at all? No. What is that? Oh, come on. <laughs> yeah, like, really, what is that? Yeah, it's, it's, what is that? It's a hub for uh, yeah. um, cover, like, video game cover music. Oh, really? Oh, really? it's been going, I want to say, probably 20 plus years now. Wait, let's go back to this. These guys didn't invent this? They called again? No, I'm very uh, confused. OC, OC, OC Remix? Oh, Overclock? Yeah, Overclock. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've heard some of that stuff. I didn't know it was like a hub, though. Oh, God, Definitely. it's huge. Them, I got this. Well, Galbadia Hotel deals more in anime, but they do video games, too. But Cool. Well, if, if, you, if, you want, if you want to cut most of that out, 
Hey guys, you definitely want to check us out on OC Remix. That's <laughs> <laughs> kind of by the time this uh, this airs. Yep. Yeah, you can also check us out on Live Journal, Friendster, MySpace, um, Pornhub. Oh yeah, we have a, we, we made a Pornhub account. Yeah. So <laughs> you guys beautiful. think you're being funny. Red Dead released, and Pornhub like announced like, oh yeah, by the way, the 48 hours before Red Dead released, like requests for cowboy porn was uh, like off the charts. <laughs> was uh, was was, was yeah, any of your music on? Was any of your music on MySpace? Any of the 50 million tracks that have been lost forever? Yeah, right. Yeah, dude, my old bands. I go to check it out. They're just dead. Dead links. <laughs> I thought Justin Timberlake was a smart. Everyone's garage recorded in fucking shitty metal bands, he just listens to them on his own. Yeah, he's just, <laughs> jack, he's just like he's jacking all those riffs. Justin XXX Timberlake X new album coming soon X. That's his uh, MySpace. Him and X Matthew X. Fucking everything up. <laughs> Well, guys, I do thank you for taking the time this evening to actually like sit down and talk with us. It's been it's been an absolute pleasure. Like we've been actually looking forward to this one. Like so, like we we appreciate it. Like I said, we've been we've been secretly kind of like quietly like look looking for you. Like since hey, since last March, right. since we very much. It, it was a pleasure. Yeah. Sorry, sorry it took us so long to get back to you. We lost <laughs> we lost email with another podcast. Yeah. Dude, like, we... Well, I feel like a dick. Who is who is this other podcast? <laughs> XBGM and Rhythm and Pixels. Yeah, just gaming podcast. Yeah. Fucker. Are you? We're good. All right. It's like a, a, a direct competitor. <laughs> yeah. Right. It was uh, it was Joe Rogan. <laughs> there you go. Okay, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, I can't, I can't, I can't argue with that one. That's, that that's, one. That's pretty killer. But um, well, guys, thank you very much again. Yes, thank uh, you. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. Have a good one. Yeah, let's have fun at PAX. Oh, yeah. Have fun not being at PAX. Have fun at COB. No lines at home. All right.
What's up, guys? Hope you, hopefully you enjoyed that interview. Marcus, back here with you. I do have one beer review for you. Um, we did the we did this uh, episode kind of off-site, so like, it was all kind of weird and, you know, like, you know, whatever. It is what it is. But I did drink a beer this day, and I actually wanted to review it because it's actually worth mentioning. I went with a, another local. These guys are out of Framingham, Massachusetts. They actually have a killer tap room and uh, brewery like area and restaurant. Like the food is great. The tap room has like awesome energy, especially if you go in the summer. Like with all of the uh, open like outside like seating and everything like that. It's a really cool place to go. This is a Jack's uh, Jack's Abbey in uh, Framingham, Massachusetts. I went with a post shift pilsner. And I think I actually had like a beer, like a beer that I actually a couple of episodes ago that I would I would have called the uh, the like the Bud Light of like craft brews. Not that I want to call any craft brew like a Bud Light, but like this is kind of like right up there. This is a totally crushable, enjoyable, like just sweet pilsner. Like I'm a big sports guy. Like I can do these watching the game. Like playing cornhole outside at a barbecue. Like this is just like something like awesome, refreshing. And just overall killer. Jack's Abbey never disappoints, man. But to have something like kind of light and easy and canned, and it doesn't it doesn't like burn a hole in your wallet when you buy like the four pack of them. They come in the uh, the 16 ounce cans. It's a very very light drinker. It's only 4.7 percent by by volume. Like I said, very crushable. I mean, I'll go I'll go crazy positive on it, man. This is a this is a five out of six for me. Like I could drink these all day long. So yeah, Jack's Abbey, the post-shift Pilsner. Absolutely. And final note, thank you guys for hanging out with us. Thank you for checking out the episode. Thank you for following along with the show. Again, we're celebrating our one-year anniversary, and hopefully we're going to like keep going strong and like just keep bringing you like killer content. Uh, awesome dudes like Lame Genie and, you know what, all the featured artists that we've, uh, we've got to... We've got to um, present to you guys in like the last 12 months like we've we've had a blast doing this and uh we thank you very much for listening downloading and whatever platform that you guys uh find us on so like share listen repeat any immediate feedback please email us hmoa6pack at gmail.com go check out our webpage hmoa6pack dot podomatic p-o-d-o-m-a-t-i-c dot net all of our information, all of our episodes, contacts, everything is on that show. Um, excuse me, on that webpage. And please go find us on the on the Facebook. Give us a like. Go find us on the Instagram. Follow along. We try to keep uh, some photographs of everything that we're, like we're doing and like all the cool shit that we're getting involved with. So, guys, thank you. Hope you enjoyed. We'll see you next time. is the end of this episode. Another fun-filled day in the world of heavy metal over a six-pack. This is Anthony, Marcus, and Jay signing off. See you next time.